topic of mental illness has been difficult to openly discuss over the years, and many people view mental health with a negative stigma. How would you know if it's about time to seek help? How do we talk to someone who has a mental health disorder? Hi, this is Luna, and welcome to Late Nights by Luna Manila. So those of you who are new to our podcast, Late Nights by Luna Manila believe that we develop compassion and empathy by hearing people's stories. We invite guests who are expert in their fields and advocacy so we can help spread awareness. We also create space for people who would like to share their stories about health, educational, and social issues. So if you want to learn and to unlearn, this is your podcast. Today we are going to talk about mental health. This episode will will focus on defining mental health, causes and symptoms of common mental disorders, ending the stigma about mental health, and how can someone start seeing a specialist. Joining us today is a psychiatrist who graduated Doctor of Medicine from De La Salle Health Sciences Institute, where she also completed her postgraduate internship. She was also a part of psychiatry residency in Makati Medical Center, where she became a chief resident section of psychiatry in 2020. She is currently a psychiatrist in Asian Hospital and Medical Center. By the way, this interview was done through IG Live because we want to entertain questions and feedback live about this topic. Enjoy listening. Hi! <laughs> Hello, Sam. Hi! Today, we are going to talk about mental health. Ayan. Um, hindi lang to usong-uso, pero laging napag-uusapan, pero ang dami natin laging question about it. Like, the topic of mental health has been difficult to openly discuss over the years and many people view mental health with a negative stigma kasi. Alright, so let's start um, talking about mental health. Can you help us uh, define ano ba talaga ang mental health? Well, mental health, yung WHO, no, may strict definition siya ng mental health in which uh, mental health is a state of well-being in which an individual realizes his or her own abilities can work productively and fruitfully, can cope with the normal stresses of life, no, and can contribute to his or her own community. Kumbaga, hindi lang siya yung uh, mere absence of a mental disorder. It's a holistic na approach na masasabi mong may mental health ka. And siguro important lang din, there is no health without mental health. So we take care of our physical health dapat equal din na we take care of our mental health. So, that's important. Would you know what are the statistics of, ment- of mental illness in the Philippines? Well, in the Philippines, it was stated na mental illnesses is the third most prevalent morbidity and depression daw is the most common. Although we don't have talaga yung mga latest statistics, but, it, but I don't think it has changed naman over the last years. So, Ayan talaga, depression yung most yeah, depression common. talaga, no? Um, so, wala talaga tayong recent numbers, how much Mm-mm. mental illness increased over the years, no? Most especially yes. from 2020 to 2021. But yeah. I'm sure Mm-mm. itong pandemic na to, madaming Mm-mm. mas lalong tinamaan. Like, I was one of them nung kasagsagan ng lockdown. Um, by the way, for our listeners out there, you can actually ask your questions, just throw your questions there and then we will ask Dr. Orma later. I want to ask, sa clinic mo, Dr. Um, nung 2020 compared nung previous years, may napansin mm-hmm. ka bang like tumaas, like mas dumami ba? Well, the thing kasi, nung 2020, I was still a resident kasi I just graduated, di ba? So my, right. my training in psychiatry, I did it in Makati Med. So three years yon. Last year, pandemic, Ayun yung third year ko. And then this year, I just started my practice. So, with now, with I started my practice, it really reflects na depression talaga yung most common that I see in the clinic. Mm-hmm. And then, doon naman sa Makati Med, siguro kasi, syempre, um, in, more on inpatient din kami. May outpatient, may inpatient. So, mas malala, malala yung mga cases na nakikita namin doon. Kasi nga, the fact that they were brought into the hospital na talaga. Yeah. So, mas, like, uh, mga psychotic, gano'n. 
Mm-hmm. Compared so, sa dito, mga pumupunta sa clinic, of course. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, kapag mga depression, like di makatulog, um, sobrang lungkot, or na-anxious, um, kaya pa yan sa outpatient. So, usually, they go to the clinic. Hindi mm-hmm. muna sa emergency room. Yo. Right. Oo, totoo. Um, okay, so, if I may ask, ano yung mga klaseng nang ginagawa mo when you were still in residency in Makati Med? Well, we do a lot of things like we man the ER, like pag may papasok sa ER na, especially before pandemic to, no? Kasi mm-hmm. nung nag-pandemic, sobrang nag-iba yung sistema. But usually when a psychiatric patient goes to the ER, so papatawag yung psych resident, and then we will assess kung ano yung reason, like we do interviews, ganyan. So when it comes to interviewing pala at that time, how long does it take kapag kagaling ng ER, tapos nag interview ka? Ideally, um, quick lang dapat. Um, yeah. Usually, we, we we limit it. Ako personally, syempre nung nag-start ako, ang tagal ko mag-interview. Like, umaabot mm-hmm. ng one hour, ganyan. Pero as time goes by, mas nasasanay ka kasi. So, siguro mga 30 to 40 minutes, nakukuha mo na yung mga important lang talaga for you to treat that patient at the ER. No? Sorry, may, medyo curious ako, no? Um, ano yung mga klaseng disorder yung mga dinadala sa ER and what are the mga important questions na kailangan mong matanong agad to identify if that's the term mm-hmm. or diagnose yung Uh-oh. patient well usually um dinadala sa ER yung sobrang medyo unstable like psychotic or sobrang manic na patients like na minsan aggressive sila nakakapanakit nagbabasag sa bahay or, so yun, that's one. Or others naman, sobrang depressed, hindi kumakain, hindi, hindi nakakausap, hindi na naliligo, yung poor na yung self-care. And others naman, sobrang suicidal. So, ayun yung mga emergency kasi sa, sa psych. Or others also, yung mga, um, dahil nga psychotic, they, they, they don't know what's real or what's not real. Uh-huh. Or others naman na may substance or nag-overdose, yun. Yung mga may yeah. suicide attempt. Ayun, actually, maraming cases talaga kami na nakikita sa ER. And then, yung, with regard to the questions that we have to ask, of course, mahaba kasi talaga interview namin with psych. No? So, pero yung pinaka-important, syempre, ano yung reason bakit siya nagpunta sa ER? And then, kung meron na ba siyang previous history, like, may dati na bang ganitong case? And then, we have kasi, for each disorder, kasi may mga criteria yan that we have to uh, meet before we say na this person has this kind of mental illness. So, lahat yun, i-run down mo. Like, in your head, you have a checklist. So, dapat memorize mo yung mga criteria that you have to ask. Oo. So, um, isa sa mga questions na kailangan talaga ma-ask for you to def- um, for you to say or decide na kailangan i-admit yung patient is kung may threat ba to their safety. Are they safe? Kung sa mayroon bang thoughts about wanting to hurt others or wanting to hurt themselves. So, ay- ayun yung pinaka-critical na um, question. Questions. Para masabi mo, oo. Or, halimbawa, okay, suicidal si patient. Um, meron bang kayang magbantay sa kanya? Like, 24-7 at home kung hindi nila kayang ipa-confine. So, we okay. have to ensure talaga yung safety ng patient. Right. Kapag, uh, well, sa bagay, ibang issue rin kapag pumupunta sila sa clinic mo, ba? Kasi that mm. can take a series of mas madaming questions and sessions talaga ito compared nung nasa ER ka. So, yeah. I know that there are a lot or different types of mental illness or mental health disorders, but can yeah. you give us a few, like, what are the types of mental illness or mental health disorders? I know that we are familiar with a few, like depression, um, anxiety disorders, but can you give us more, tell us more about the types? Okay, so yung pinaka, for example, mood disorder in general. So, dyan nag-fall under yung major depressive disorder, bipolar disorder, no? And then after that, we have anxiety disorders. Nandiyan yung panic disorder, generalized anxiety disorder, or yung mga specific types pa ng anxiety, like social anxiety, mm. or yun. And then we have also mga psychotic disorders. So, dyan yung mga brief psychotic disorder, yung schizophrenia. Um, delusional disorder, nandoon yon, And then we also have mga neurodevelopmental disorders like mga autism, intellectual disability, 
Yan. We also have, kasi from bata to matanda, meron yung mga disorders. So, mm-hmm. sa, mat- yeah. sa matanda naman, neurocognitive disorders like mga dementia, Alzheimer's. We also have eating disorders, um, substance use disorders, sexual dysfunctions, and paraphilias, mm-hmm. um, impulse, impulse control disorders, traumatic ano or traumas. Sorry mm-hmm. to interrupt you. What, ano yung impulse Impulse oh, control but, disorders yeah. like ma uh, kleptomania, yon ah. or yeah, mga yon. <laughs> what else? Kasama ba yung pagshopping? <laughs> Ang babo ba nung tanong ko? <laughs> Siguro ano, dipe- kung mm. kung um up to the level na hindi na siya um hindi na siya healthy. Oh, hindi na makontrol yun. Impulse yeah. control, janyan mga Um, yeah, marami yung klase. Kleptomania, pyromania, yan. And then others pa, um, personality disorders. Yeah. Diso- dissociative disorders. So, marami siyang klase. And then, mga major umbrella lang yun. Kasi under which, marami pang mga yeah, identify specific. Yeah, identify Yes. Right. Okay. So, what is the most common type? Just like, I know that you mentioned depression. Mm-mm. But is there another that we are not aware of that we need to be aware of parang ganun? Um like mga phobias, ayun talaga yung pinaka mga common textbook wise, no? Mga phobias and substance, like 'di ba, maraming nag-alcohol, drugs. Pero the usual na yung talagang pupunta ka sa clinic, it's uh, usually talaga mga mood problems like depression, anxiety, yun. Is nabanggit natin yung alcohol? <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, sige. Kailan, okay, so, kailan natin matatawag na alcoholic talaga ang isang tao? Mm-mm. So, alcoholic or alcoholism, no? Ayan yung tipong um, hindi mo na kayang mag-function kung hindi ka makakainom. So, you need alcohol to function. Siyempre, kapag hindi ka makainom naman din, nagkakaroon ka ng withdrawal symptoms. And then usually kasi anything naman kahit anong klaseng mga disorder it it's a disorder when it impairs your functioning like your occupational functioning your relationship with other people so for example um you you drink pero hindi naman naaapektuhan yung work mo hindi ka naman yeah. yung sobrang hinahanap talaga ng katawan mo so hindi ka alcoholic naman in that sense so hindi maybe you're just an occasional ng... yeah like, occasional lang ng escape Ganon lang, okay lang. Ganon lang, okay lang na may siguro yun. Basta, too much of anything is bad. Baka kasi right. may sabihin, ina-advocate ko yung pag-alcohol dito. <laughs> hindi naman sa ganyan. Hindi, hindi po namin ina-advocate ang pag-alcohol dito. Na-curious lang ako. Kasi baka mm-hmm. mamaya, hindi na, kasi minsan, ang hilig kasi natin na nagbibitiho tayo ng mga jokes about it. Or yung, hindi, bipolar ka. Or minsan tayo mismo itagalit yeah. natin yung sarili natin ng hindi, bipolar ako, or OC ako eh, or um, uh, what else, ano, depressed ako. Yan depressed. Yung mga... Oh, there's a question. Correct. I wanna address this muna. How about coffee addiction daw? Hi, Mark. Actually, Is there most of thing? our viewers are my friends. Actually, <laughs> Thank you for supporting. <laughs> Oo nga eh. Thank you for being here. <laughs> And follow Late Nights by Luna Manila, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, with regard to coffee naman, so, caffeine addiction, same lang din naman, any substance kasi, like, coffee is a substance, nicotine is a substance, any substance na parang too much na yung, yung paghahandap mo sa coffee, or yeah. um, it, it's a disorder na kapag di ka nakainom ng coffee, ganyan. Anything na hinahanap-hanap mo at hindi mo na matigilan at naaapektuhan na lahat ng ginagawa mo and mm-hmm. your relationship, that is called addiction. It's already a disorder. Am I yes, right? Did I? Okay. Mm-mm. So, going back to my question about yung ang hilig kasi natin na uh, mag-debate. Mag-label. Ng, uh, yeah, depressed ako mm-hmm. or, or parang bipolar ako kahit hindi naman tayo um, diagnosed talaga. Correct. Uh, medically yeah. diagnosed. Um, ano, paano ba tayo nagkakaroon talaga ng basihan? Like, what is bipolar mm-hmm. talaga? Ano ba talaga ang depression? Bakit hindi, na, bakit hindi tama na binabanggit lang natin to nang hindi naman tayo medically mm-hmm. diagnosed. Correct. Actually, I appreciate you asking that question kasi a lot of people use the psych terms very loosely. So, depressed ako, bipolar, ganyan. Kasi we have what we call DSM-5 or Diagnostic of Statistical Manual of Disorders, no? 
um, dyan may criteria talaga. For each um, disorder, may criteria. So, for example, na lang, for depression, um, you have to meet five out of the nine symptoms no, of depression. And may duration pa. Kailangan at least two weeks. Oh. And then, uh, yeah, another another part of the criteria is that it impairs nga your functioning and it's not caused by a, men- a medical condition or another substance. So, for example, right. na lang dun sa, sa nine symptoms, no? Mm-hmm. Um, five out of nine. So, first, you have to have depressed mood for most of the days. And then, you have anhedonia or yun yung, you, you lost interest na in things that you used to like. For example, before, gusto mo nanonood ng movie, ngayon ayaw mo na. Mahilig kang magbasa, tapos ngayon, parang kahit magbasa ka, hindi ka na sumasaya. Right. And then, there's also um, changes in sleep. Either you oversleep, hypersomnia, yung tawag doon, or yung hindi ka naman makatulog. Or changes in appetite. Kung either hindi ka kumakain or sobra naman yung kain. And then psychomotor retardation. Ano so, yun? Meron pa. Yung parang Psycho. Um, um, retard, ret- retardation, like wala kang gana gumalaw. Ah, kaya like, yung very mga low, depressed low gusto nila nasa bed lang talaga. Mm-hmm. Or ayaw nilang lumalabas kasi, ng bahay. Mga ganon. Yes, kasi sobrang parang walang energy and then may feelings of hopelessness. Recurrent thoughts of suicide. So, if you have five out of those nine symptoms, mm-hmm. so, pwede ka nun qualify to a major depressive disorder. And then, you have to meet nga at least two weeks na ganun, and then it has to impair your functioning. And kailangan, syempre yung doctor mo will, will rule out other possible causes. Like, um, usually ako, I check for the thyroid function kasi baka mamaya oh. thyroid problem pala. Like, hypothyroidism can cause or can mimic symptoms of depression. Ah, talaga? Ngayon ko lang nalaman yun. Mm-mm. And, um, yung hyperthyroidism naman can mimic depression, um, uh, can mimic symptoms of anxiety naman. Yung mga palpitations, parang laging kinakabahan, laging papawis, ganyan. Right. So, yun. Your doctor will, will rule those things out. Also, baka mm-hmm. naman pala kaka-substance mo, like, alcohol is a depressant. No? Ah. Or other substances. So, you rule out yun. Now, kung na-meet mo yung criteria, that's the only time na, ah, major depression ito. Similarly, sa ibang disorders, uh-huh. ganun din, may mga criteria din. Like, for bipolar, meron din yung sariling criteria na kailangan ma-meet before we diagnose. Right. Uh, pwede mo bang bigyan ng uh, description or i-define kung ano talaga ang bipolar? Kasi, like, Ang dami kasing lumalabas eh, and tama yung sinabi mo kanina na mar- parang marami, isang umbrella siya, tapos marami pang mga sub. Am I mm-hmm. right? So, yes. sa bipolar, kasi how I understand it, I, and I may be wrong, mm-hmm. um, extremes yung mood, and then mm-hmm. my duration. Is that right? Is that yun ba ang ano talaga ng bipolar? So, meron kasing dalawang klaseng bipolar, no? Bipolar 1 and Bipolar 2. So, for Bipolar 1, you just need a one manic episode. So, when we say Bipolar, kasi diba dalawang poles? Kaya, Bipolar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dalawang poles. So, minsan, minsan depressed ka, minsan naman opposite side, sobrang energetic, hyper, sobrang saya. So, sa Bipolar 1, hindi mo kailangang na-depressed ka. Pwedeng nag-mania ka lang. One manic episode, which is, kung i-define natin siya, ayun naman yung sobrang um, elevated, expansive mood no? Mm-hmm. Um, ayun, yung hyper. And then, maraming gustong gawin, ang daming energy, sobrang daldal. So, may criteria din yan. And, um, sila yung usually, um, because nga, they have so much energy, they don't need to sleep. And then, if you talk to them, they could have yung sobrang, um, flight of ideas yung tawag namin. Iba-iba yung topic, jumping talaga ng topics from one topic to another. Kasi right. nga, mabilis yung mabilis yung isip nila. And then they would subjectively call um, it racing thoughts. Yung mabilis, yung, yung thoughts nila. And then they would usually act impulsively. They, they don't care about the consequences of their actions. So usually, sila yung usually nadadala sa hospital din eh. Pag nagmamania. Oh. So delicate. And then the duration, you said, it's one week. Okay. Ah, for bipolar. Kung pag sinabi natin one week, like one week kang ganun, Ganon, yes. then, paano mo At least malalaman kung, paano mo malalaman kung meron, halimbawa, one week ka ngayon, ganyan. 
or ga- ganito ang nararamdaman mo. And then, one week hindi, or, like, paano mo malalaman yung duration? Na mania? Na, oo. Yung, for, for mania, it's one week na ganon. No? So, that's bipolar one. If you meet that criteria, you could be um, bipolar one disorder. So, that's mm. mania. And then, for bipolar two, di ba, I mentioned there are two types. For bipolar yeah. two naman, hindi naman namimit yung mania. It's it's just hypomania. So, same right. lang din yung symptoms, but it doesn't it doesn't last up to one week. Four days lang yung criteria uh. para masabing hypomania. And then, for hy- for bipolar two, kailangan meron ka major depressive episode, which we defined earlier, yung two weeks na five out of nine symptoms. Mm. Remember, so, ayun yun. I guess, two. yung pinaka-question ko is about, let's say, nag-one week ako ngayon. Tapos kasi hindi ako nagpapatingin eh. Kasi parang feeling ko, mm-hmm. alimbawa, yun naman talaga ako eh. Like, may mga Uh-oh. days in a year na ganun ako. Tapos, mm-hmm. so one week ako ganun. And then, another week, I'm okay. Like, I'm feeling okay. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling good. And then, mauulit siya. Ano yung interval Para masabi mo na, uy, kailangan na mo disorder. na magpatingin talaga. <laughs> again, again, we're going back to the other ah. criterion na is okay. it a disorder. If it impairs your functioning, diba? Right. So, if, it's, okay. if, it, if it doesn't impair your functioning, like you're okay naman, you're very functional, and then, yeah, wala namang problems sa other aspects of your life, then maybe uh-huh. it's not really, you know, textbook bipolar. But you should watch out for, uh-huh. like, yeah, How recurrence often? no magana. And kung na, if okay. it's bothersome for you, then maybe it's time to have yourself checked. Yeah. We have a we have a good question here by Ralph, mm-hmm. um, the explorer. Hi, Ralph. Why is it important <laughs> to consult versus self-diagnose? As some of these symptoms seem to be easy to assess. Paano nga ba? So, the question is why is it important? Oh um, to, uh, to consult versus uh, self-diagnose. It's important to consult because, syempre, sa Google, marami kang makikita dyan, di ba? Minsan, nasa-simplify kasi online na, or mas na-over-diagnose online. Like, di ba, minsan, simpleng sakit lang pala sa Google, cancer na. So, mas maganda pa rin, syempre, na talagang nagpa-check ka para formally ma-assess. Like earlier, I had a patient na for me, okay naman, hindi naman niya kailangan mag-medicate. So, di ba? Mm. Kung nag-self-diagnose ka, parang ang paniwala mo, oh, may sakit na ako. Di ba? Pero if you seek professional help, baka naman, hindi pala siya disorder. Baka mm. naman, uh, oo. So, I think for me, it's important for you to have that peace of mind also. Na, okay, I'm okay naman pala. Diba? Or if you do have a dis- disorder, at least ma-treat na earlier on. Because the earlier we treat, the better. Kasi mas um, matitest na kung the meds are working for you. Yun. Oo nga, no? And just like what you mentioned na how we take care of our mental, uh, of our physical health is also the same with mental health. Kasi sa physical, um, kapag may nararamdaman tayong hindi maganda, nagpapatingin tayo, eh. ba? Or mas maganda na yes. magpatingin agad. So, it should be the same with our mental health. Um, yes. So, but I do understand mm-hmm. na nakakatakot naman din kasi talaga magpa-psych, ba? Like, yeah. before, before we get patients, ang dami nang dinaanan nun. For example, ito yung nararamdaman niya. Um, pero wala, wala kasing makita talaga other doctors explaining the symptoms. And then that's right. the only time na pupunta sa amin kasi wala nang makitang basis for the symptoms. Ayun pala, um, may anxiety or kung ano man na psychiatric. So, imagine, um, you don't have to suffer that long. No, If you see a professional, and then mas maaga siguro marirelieve din yung symptoms mo. Tama. So, we've already covered um, depression, what are the yung symptoms, um, and also bipolar. Um, what about anxiety disorder? Like, what what are the causes, what are the symptoms naman? Kasi isa to sa mga madami din akong naririnig and kakilala uh, na may anxiety disorder, at least yung mga medically diagnosed. Ah. Okay, for anxiety, siguro first, it's important for us to know na there's normal kind of anxiety. ba? Kasi, of course, anxiety helps you anticipate things. 
So for example, um, relate natin dito sa pandemic, no? If you don't have that normal level of anxiety, then you won't maybe take care of yourself, hindi ka magmamask, hindi ka mag-handwash, or dun sa school before, di ba? Kung may exam ka, normal anxiety helps you prepare, you will review. So, mm-hmm. ayun yung normal kind of anxiety. But, um, yung pathologic kind of anxiety, it's when it's already uncontrollable to the point, it's really hard to control the worry. And then you have symptoms pa like palpitations, like feeling always on edge, restless, irritability, you can't sleep. And then another thing, yung paulit-ulit nating sinasabi since earlier, it's a disorder if it impairs your functioning. Now, because of that anxiety, because of the worry, you can't work, you can't focus, you can't concentrate, so you can't deliver. Um, like, like your deliverables of work and yeah, so it becomes an anxiety disorder. Now, with when it re- when it comes to the causes, no, like depression, may mga biological causes. There is an imbalance talaga with the brain chemicals like the serotonin or epinephrine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so yung medyo technical na yun. Pero yun may simply put, merong imbalance. That's why we give meds. Ayun yung purpose then why we give medications. Yung panic attack ba kasama siya sa anxiety disorder? Is it the same as pag yung nagpapalpitate ka and Mm-mm. Is it is it ano related ang panic attack ba related sa sa anxiety disorder? Yes, yes. So panic attack is under it's not a disorder in itself. It's like a symptom. Yeah. It's a panic attack. Once you get recurrent panic attacks and because of that panic attack parang you're afraid na of having another panic attack and nagkakaroon ka ng maladaptive behavioral changes that's a panic disorder so tama naman na it's um, part of anxiety panic attack you may surge ng anxiety um, for example 10 minutes sobrang nagpapanic ka palpitation sweating you feel like you're gonna die you feel like you're losing hindi control hindi makahinga Yes. Di ba, so, ganyan. Yeah, merong okay. mga naka-enumerate din sa criteria natin. Like, you have to meet four out of the 13 symptoms. Um, yun, yung palpitations. Anything na naisip mo pag nagpapanik yung isang tao. Yeah. Palpitations, sweating, tremors. Yun. Is it possible na parang hindi ka naman anxious pero nagpapanik attack ka? Tama ba yung tanong ko? <laughs> Hindi ka anxious, pero... Parang halimbawa, nagtatrabaho lang, tapos bigla kang... Parang hindi ka naman ganun ka-stressed or hindi ka naman mm-hmm. anxious about something, pero bigla kang nahilo, ganyan, tapos biglang hindi ka makahinga, tapos parang uh, nagpapalpitate ka, ganyan. Is it... Pwede ba yun? Possible or... naman din. Oo. Okay. But usually, there is really an underlying um, reason na maybe you're anxious about something that you're not yet aware of. Exactly, yeah. Oo. Hmm. Okay. Alright. But, um, let's go with, uh, oh, for our listeners out there, if you have any questions, just throw it on the uh, chat box. And then, Dr. Arma here will try to answer all your questions. <laughs> um, what causes poor mental health? Um, siguro, I want to define it. Um, let's, compare it with your experience and kung ano talaga yung, in general, what causes poor mental health? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's still multifactorial, no? When you say well, you have poor mental health, it doesn't mean you're weak, no? Pwede kasi niyang biological, there's like read an imbalance in your brain, yung mga brain chemicals. Second, maybe there's um, family history, no? Kasi like for depression, if one of your parents um, has depression or mood disorder in general, there's really um, risk for you to also have one. Now, it doesn't mean mm-hmm. na magkakaroon ka din, pero you're at a higher risk compared to those without family history. No? So, having poor mental health, I think it, it's multifactorial. Nga. So, one way for us to have a better mental health would be being aware of the symptoms. Diba? I like using this logic na, diba pag yung battery ng gadget natin, it's down to 20%, medyo ajit ka na mag-charge. Right? 
Yeah. Kailangan ma-charge mo na yan para bumalik sa 100. So, similarly, when we feel like we're already being drained, nalulobat na tayo physically, emotionally, mentally, then we have to take a break, reset, yeah. recharge. So, that's one way. And I, I believe awareness is really key for you to know um, what to what symptoms to watch out for. And that's why I appreciate yung mga, ayan, talks like these that you yes. prepare. Ganyan. For mental health awareness. Kasi it's really, awareness is key talaga. Yes. Alam mo, kaya rin ako naging interesado to talk about this is because somehow I am a bit just a bit bothered um, kapag ang bilis nating nagle-label about these um, mga mental health disorders. Kasi we want to respect people who are medically diagnosed. Kasi kung Correct. mabilis lang natin sasabihin na parang, ah, I'm depressed, or ah, bipolar kasi ako eh, or parang OC ako eh. Um, I know hindi siya maiiwasan, like yung mga simple stuff like I'm OC or ano. Pero kasi baka we are causing... Um, na nakaka-offend na pala tayo sa mga taong medically diagnosed. That's why I wanna um, talk about this. You know, use the podcast as a medium. You know, use the podcast as a platform to spread this awareness and to let our listeners to ask then. Kasi hindi natin alam eh. Um, ako, unang-una, hindi ko alam how to interact with someone who is medically diagnosed or mm-hmm. who is going through something pala pero hindi ko alam kung paano ko sasagutin or ia-approach or how am I going to respond diba, to that person. Mga tipong ganon. And then we also have, um, ano pa ba? Yun nga, yung hindi natin alam kung paano tayo magre-respond, ganyan. Tapos, and another thing is, hindi natin alam kung kailan tayo magpapatingin. Diba? But mm-hmm. I'll go to that question later on. But but yeah, that's basically it. That's the reason why I want to uh, create this episode. And thank you. I am very honored <laughs> for you, Dr. Rora Orma, for taking mm-hmm. the time to guest and give us um, awareness about mental health. So, um, so we've talked about poor mental health. We've covered um, depression, bipolar, uh, anxiety, what are the causes and symptoms. Let's talk about naman the stigma of mental health. Like, how can we end it? Mm-mm. Well, first stigma, ano ba yung stigma, no? It's being perce- perceived negatively. Yes. When you have, when they find out na oh, you have a mental disorder, no? So, how can we end this? Um, maybe we can start in our own little ways. Like, being non-judgmental. So, when we have a friend or someone who admits na meron siyang na suicidal or na depressed, hindi yung i-second guess mo pa. Or baka naman, ano, parang na-invalidate kasi sila niya na hindi, kaya mo yan. Or mm-hmm. nasa isip mo lang yan. So, I think that's one way of ending or breaking the stigma in our own little way. And then to our friends na medically diagnosed, then just be there for them. No, what? sometimes you don't really need to do anything. Naman, eh. just them knowing that you are there, you're willing to listen. If they need someone to talk to, parang you don't have to put too much pressure on yourself. Because of course, hindi ka naman para mag- maging um, parang absorber then ng friend mo who is going through something, mm-hmm. de ba? Okay, so before I proceed with my question, let's um, answer muna this quick question from ang pasyente. Carla, hello. How does one know if she, he or she has PTSD? So what is PTSD muna before you answer the question? PTSD is post-traumatic stress disorder. So again, meron na naman tayong set of criteria for that, no? So for PTSD, usually, of course, merong trauma. And then because of that trauma, Mayroong mga intrusion symptoms like um, nagkakaroon ka ng nightmares, flashbacks, and then you avoid anything that reminds you of that specific trauma. trauma. Yes, and then parang meron kang startle, easily startled ka, like you would get palpitations, and um, what else? Yun, if you if you meet some of the criteria and then it it should last for a certain like i think more than a month kasi kung less than a month that's acute stress disorder 
Now, pag more than a month, that could be PTSD na. So, ayun yung mga possible signs na meron kang PTSD. Okay. Any follow-up question ng pasyente? Just send it in. Um, mm-hmm. Let me go back to um, my question, no? Because you've mentioned uh, suicide, mga suicidal attempts, mm-hmm. ganyan. So, ano yung pwede pa nating magawa if we know someone who's expressing their suicidal attempts? Um, like, kasi the best that we can do is to encourage that person na magpatingin sa specialista. But what yes. if ayaw? And ano yung pwede mo lang na magawa for that person? Okay. If you're on the receiving end, no? Nung mga ganitong, um, like, ano ba? Um, stories. Parang, you can only do so much. Huwag mo ring i-pressure yung sarili mo, no? So, first, tama, lead mo yung person na yun to seek professional help. Because there are people trained to deal with these kinds of people. And you might not be that person. Okay? Right. So, you, you have to lead that person to seek professional help. And then, just assure them na huwag um, ka na magbigay ng mga comments like, kaya mo yan, ano, it's all in your head, baka naman, ano, um, you pray more, you know, kasi those things um, might not be appreciated by that person. Kasi usually, yes. when, you're, when you're having depression, sobrang negative talaga nung lens mo. All you see is negative. Um, so, the best thing you can do is to really be there to, for the person and then um, assure mo lang siya na if he or she seeks professional help na it won't change the way I look at you. No? So yun, more on talagang leading them to to seek help. And Ang ganda you... nun. <laughs> Ang ganda nun sasabihin mo na hindi magbabago yung tingin ko sa'yo. Kung ano mm-hmm. man yung ano. That's love, di ba? Especially if you really care for that person. Gusto ko yun. Um, because I think one of their one of their fears kasi yung magbabago yung tingin nila sa'yo. Like, if they know ah, na I'm yeah. seeing a psychiatrist, eh, ganyan. So, parang isipin Totoo. nila baliw na, ganyan. So, ayun yung mga dapat nating ma-change, no? It's 2021. So, hindi na dapat ganun yung um, mentality natin. Dapat mas open na tayo. Now, when someone sees a psychiatrist, it's not because uh-huh. he or she is crazy, di ba? It's like, yeah. pag minaramdaman ka physically, di ba, you would go to a, like, kung inuubo ka, punta ka sa pool mo. So, same yeah. way. Same way lang naman. So, ano naman yung best advice kapag uh, may kakilala ka na? Halimbawa, who's already seeing a, a specialist. Tapos, um, so, kinamusta mo. Tapos, biglang malalaman mo na ayaw nang pumunta. Kasi, di ba, kapag uh, meron silang mga pinagdadaanan, minsan feeling nila hindi naman interesado yung nakikinig sa kanila or baka nananawa ng makinig sa kanila. Um, ano yung pwede mong sabihin sa kanila pag ganun? Um, yeah, like, ano yung pwede mong sabihin? Kapag ayaw na nilang bumalik sa doctor oo, oo, kasi, nila? Oo, like, kasi, um, so I've ex- I had that experience with someone that I, that I really care a lot. And I know that she's seeing someone, uh, a specialist, and then, so, kinamusta? And then she was like, na hindi kasi, um, baka kasi hindi naman interesado yung nakikin, baka naman kasi nananawa ng makinig sa akin, or hindi naman ganun ka-importante yung nararamdaman ko. Kung baga parang nagkakaroon ng disregard dun sa nararamdaman niya. So, ako hindi ko alam, paano ko ba sasagutin yun? Hindi ko alam kung paano ako, pa, paano ko siya matutulungan? So, ano yung best advice mo for that? Well, kasi minsan nga, no, when we're experiencing depression, for example, or um, other condition, we feel negative na feeling natin, hindi nga interested yung other people. No, So, one way siguro, if hindi talaga match siguro yung, yung patient dun sa doctor niya presently, then you can advise. So, kung ayaw mo na dun sa kanya, maybe you can try other professionals. No? And... Another thing is, talagang kung ayaw naman ng person, hindi natin siya mapuforce. Yeah. Basically, that's it. Parang once you have encouraged that person na, siguro you set your boundaries also na, this only, uh, ito lang yung magagawa ko for, for mm-hmm. this person. Parang wag mo okay. rin burden yung sarili mo na, bakit hindi na siya nagpa-check? I must yeah. do more. Oo, di ba? Kasi syempre, if you care a lot about the person, Siyempre, you want them to be at their best, di ba? Physically yes. and mentally. 
Um, okay, before I proceed with my next question, I want to address this question from one of our listeners, um, from Carla again. Have you encountered patients who, who experience ambiguous loss? Do you have any advice for people like me who is dealing with one? I'm sorry to hear about this, Carla. Um, but yeah, what can you say um, about Carla's question? Ambiguous loss. So, Oo. parang you lost something that you don't know specifically. Kung yeah. ano. Uh-oh. Well, personally, or walang and... sagot, ganyan, walang closure, siguro. Oo. Yeah. Okay. Personally, I haven't encountered a patient with, who experienced ambiguous loss. Usually, they, they see me, may specific talaga silang concern. No? So, it's kind of difficult. And it, ang hirap din magbigay ng advice. Usually, as professionals, we don't really give advice. So, I would siguro suggest or recommend that um, mas maganda kasi ma- malalaman talaga what Carla is going through eh, than giving, yeah. you know, one-liner or two-liner advice. Kasi yeah, it's, that's true. it's difficult. Kasi so, it might in our sessions yeah, or oh. interview before you can really address mm-hmm. kung ano yung pinagdadaanan. Correct. Is Kasi, that right? Okay. Yes. As psychiatrists, talaga medyo mahaba yung mga interview namin. Like, we go way back sa childhood, you know. Mm-hmm. So, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Ah, this is a good question. Um, what are the risks of self-diagnosis? Parang medyo nadaanan natin to kanina, pero yung risk hindi natin napag-usapan. Yeah, yung question ni Ralph earlier, why it's important to seek yes. help, no? Yeah, self-diagnosis kasi, like any other, na, hindi lang sa mental um, disorders to, any illness, it's difficult when you self-diagnose because baka wala ka naman palang ganitong disorder and then in your head, meron ka ng ganitong sakit. So yung worry, unnecessary stress, unnecessary anxiety, mm-hmm. worry na hindi naman dapat. And then what else? Baka mamaya you self-medicate also because you self-diagnose, you self-medicate na hindi naman pala appropriate na medication for you. So, Tama. that's dangerous. Tama. Mm-hmm. So, let's proceed with, um, what are the first step when someone considers seeing a specialist? Kasi, dito tayo parang medyo, like, hindi mo alam kung kailan ka magpapatingin eh. Ano ang process? Kanino ako unang lalapit? And the reason why I'm curious to ask this is because um, I, I, I know someone from uh, my previous life na lang, <laughs> na um, she just went to like a general uh, doctor kasi mm-hmm. lagi siyang parang nasumasakit ang ulo niya, nahihilo siya, tapos lagi siyang nire-resetahan ng gamot, tapos um, nauulit, nauulit ng nauulit. And so, syempre, itong doctor, question, 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 reseta, reseta, until dumating na sa point na si doctor, nirecommend na siya na, you know what, I think it's best if you will see na uh, a psychiatrist. A psychiatrist. Oh, oh. And then from there, dun lang nalaman na, ah, she was having a panic attack pala. Or, mm-hmm. dun pala siya, dun siya na, na-diagnose na meron pala siyang anxiety disorder. So, yun mm-hmm. palang sakit ng ulo niya is parang cause or effect ng, uh, ng mga panic attack. It was a symptom. Na, yes, so, oh. So, Uh-oh. going back to the question, no, um, Ano ba ang first step if we want to see a specialist? Who exactly do we reach out to? What are the processes like fees, sessions, mga privacy, saan, ano yung mga medicine? Ang dami na ba masyado? <laughs> well, first, no, first, if you want to see a psychiatrist, so when to seek a psychiatrist muna siguro. So, yes. for example, if you can't sleep, if you feel a change talaga from your previous functioning, like before, you could um, sleep naman normally. Right now, no matter how many oils you use, di ba? Maraming mga oils pang patulog, ganyan. Mm-hmm. Lahat na ginawa mo, nag-exercise ka na, nag-meditate ka na, you change your diet. Still, parang iba yung mood mo, iba yung disposition mo, iba yung sa sleeping pattern mo. Then, you feel hopeless. Marami, maraming reasons. Kung ano may reason mo. So, yun. If you decide na magpa-consult, then actually, marami namang doctors eh. No, you can Google, depending kung saan kang area. I'm sure maraming malapit dyan sa'yo. 
or right now with the advent of telemedicine online you can do online consult it's safer because of course as much as possible we want people to stay at home yes. so general psychiatrists are are trained to deal with several cases syempre pag pag sobrang specific ng concern like addiction then maybe you it, it's best you go to an addiction psychiatrist or kung sa children and adolescent so sa child psychiatrist or sa uh-huh. super mga elderly naman geriatric psychiatrist but yung sa uh, adult yan general psychiatrists would do uh-huh. so i won't i won't advertise anyone but you can like kung ma- sa malapit ka for example sa Makati then you go to Makati Med ganyan or sa di ba kung ano yung um, hospital na malapit sa yo kasi uh-huh. usually hospitals right now also provide teleconsult naman eh Going back to, so um, we've already discussed what are the first steps when someone considers seeing a specialist. So you've mentioned yeah. about the symptoms, kanyan. Who exactly do we reach out to? Um, oh wait, nabanggit mo na rin yun kanina, yung meron tayo sa mga online, kanyan. Do we look for a psychiatrist? Ano ba ang kaibahan talaga ng psychologist and the, uh, and the psychiatrist? Okay, so psychologist, basically psychologists um wala silang medical degree so they can't prescribe prescri- uh, medicines mm. only the psychiatrists could give prescriptions but the psychologists and psychiatrists um we work hand in hand actually um like ako i would get referrals from psychologists kasi they feel like their patient needs medications mm-hmm. so kasi nga they, they won't be able to prescribe meds because um, psychiatrists are medical doctors, so we 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 are licensed physicians, and we can prescribe. Basically, ayun yung pinaka main difference. And mm-hmm. with the approach, with the approach, siguro more pharmacological yung mga psychiatrists. Although meron naman ding mga psychiatrists talaga na more psychodynamic or more on the talk therapy ganyan. Pero basically, with the difference, ayun yung pinaka-difference niya. So, if you don't want okay. to take medications, if you feel like you just need someone to talk to, to, talk to. To, to process things, what you're going through, then maybe it's best that you go to a psychologist. Ah, so that's the difference. Uh-oh. Okay, gets. So, if I'm ready to see a specialist, kailangan ko munang alamin, okay, so what do I really need? Do I need someone to talk to? Do I need... Do I think I need to be prescribed mm-hmm. uh, a medicine, mm-hmm. parang ganon. So, alam mo kung para alam mo kung kanino kalilapit, right? Psychologist okay. or psychiatrist. Okay. Just to um, be clear also, um, yeah. your psychiatrist would also talk to you. Like, we also do, you know, therapy sessions. Right. Yeah. But, um, yun nga, ayun yung pinaka-difference niya. Na if you feel like kahit naman anong prescribed sa akin ng doctor, hindi ko naman iinumin. So, maybe you'd go to a psychologist. Sa diba? Okay. So, oh. what are the, ano, ano ang mga process? Like, what, ano yung mga normal na mga fees, ilang mga sessions, mga mm-hmm. ganon? Well, I believe with regard to the fees, kasi it's the doctor's prerogative, eh, kung ano yung mga professional fees na iseset nila. Okay. So, I can't really name a Siguro minimum like, na lang. Minimum to maximum, may ganon ba? May pwede bang kasi, ganon? Iba-iba kasi talaga. Pero minimum, okay. um, like, with my experience, sa mga mm-hmm. kilala ko din, 2-5 yung minimum. Okay. okay per, per, per session. session. Okay. Per session. And then, with the number of session, it depends eh. Like, for me, because nga, we prescribe medicines, no, after two weeks, I would need to see the patient just for me to know kamusta ka sa medications or you're responding well. And then, after that, kung okay naman, uh, pwedeng monthly na siya. Mm. Until you finish, until you finish the treatment regimen, like okay. for depression, um, it could last six months to a year. So, depending on the um, response, no. Right. Okay. So let's go with the uh, question. Maganda yung question nito ni Ralph. How do we educate parents or elders about mental health? Sometimes, their perspective about mental health is different than millennials. Oh, oh, alam mo, before we, <laughs> ano, with your, before we proceed with your answer, doctora, I watched this, uh, one video from Instagram na, so she was telling everyone na parang, uh, 
nagsabi daw siya sa dad niya na gusto niyang magpatingin sa psychiatrist, ganyan-ganyan. Ang sabi daw ng dad niya sa kanya, how dare you uh, feel sad and lonely when binigay ko naman lahat sa'yo. Parang yeah. gano'n. So, kaya maganda yung question niya. So, what, how do we educate parents or elders nga naman pagdating sa mental health natin? I agree. I agree. It's a beautiful question. Also, ha- hard to answer. Yes. Because, uh, kasi magkaiba talaga yung generation. May generational gap. Like, and, sorry, the, partly mm-hmm. um, with the Filipino culture, hindi tayo basta-basta makakasagot pagdating sa mas matatanda sa atin. So, medyo mm-hmm. challenge na question. But yeah, go ahead, please. Oo. So, well, usually in my clinic, for example, if a patient sees me, I would encourage, um, I, ha- I had several na, eh, na patients na mag-isa lang sila pumupunta. So, usually, mga 20s. Ayun kasi yung pinakamarami ko rin patient in my clinic. 20 to 24, yan. So, ah, medyo, talaga? ano, diba? That's young. May mga 16 pa. Pero, ayun yung ah. pinakamarami. 20 to 24. Yeah. So, I would encourage them. Usually, kasi the parents don't know that they're seeking help. So, I would encourage them um, to bring their parents next time. If they're open. Siyempre, hindi ko rin finoforce. Because I want to educate the parents also na... Uh, this is what your uh, daughter or son is going through. Because usually their their generation, our parents' generation, are kind of oblivious. They are really not aware or in denial, maybe, <laughs> of mm-hmm. uh, the mental of the mental um, health concerns. And maybe um, they're just different because it's the way they were brought up during their time, deba. Right? So we couldn't say that their generation is better or our generation is better. It's just that we're both different, right? Totoo. So, with regard to educating, it's hard that parang magkakaroon ng mass education uh, sa lahat. So, I just do it one by one. One patient at a time. One parent at a time. So, and usually, um, mas nagiging open naman. Siyempre, makita mo talaga initial reaction nila would be denial. They would reason. Kasi, uh, may tendency na napapersonalize nila. Parang their, it's their failure as a parent kapag nagkaroon ng problem yung, yung child nila. So, it also takes a lot of assurance na it's not your fault. It's not because of bad parenting or whatever. Yeah. It's just the way it is. And what's important is that we recognize that there is a problem and we are addressing this. Diba? Tama. Oo. So, um, going back to, actually, wala pala akong babalikan. But, Mike, I'm curious about, nagkaroon ka na ba ng patient na mas, like, ano yung edad na pinakamatanda na naging pasyente mo? And, siguro the reason why I wanna ask this is because, ano yung mga madalas na nagiging cause ng depression and ng mga anxiety disorders ng particular age group compared sa, let's say, mas bata compared sa mas matanda? May ganun ka na bang comparison? Mm-hmm. Well, what I've noticed, usually sa mga, like, teens, like 16, mm. usually... Or 20 to 24, ganyan. Usually, it's their, it's the school, school problems. Diba? Kasi, when you're at school age, feeling mo, yun na yung sobrang laki yung problem na yun. Ayun kasi talaga yung role mo at that time. So, when yes. it's too much, um, yung iba nagkakaroon ng depression or adjustment disorder. So, yun. Ayun yung pinaka-reason usually at that age. Um, medyo pag um, mga 24, 25, work naman. No? Stresses sa work. Or mga, yun, mga bullying at work. May mga ganun din yeah. kasi. What and about then, social media? Saan pumapasok ang social media? Sa, mm-hmm. Meron ba? nakaka meron ba siya in a way? <laughs> yeah, meron sure, din. But, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Kasi usually, maraming trigger din talaga sa social media. Or nakakaroon ng anxiety, or napaparanoid. So, meron din. Factor din siya. Yeah. When it comes so, what's to, your advice? Go ahead, I, sorry. When it comes to, ano naman, mga elderly, um, iba naman yung reason nila eh. Yung iba kasi, a forgetfulness, or nagsisimulang dementia, and others mm-hmm. naman, may, de- may depression, kasi dyan din yung 
yung stage na syempre um tumatanda ka na and then there are things na hindi mo pa na-achieve na gusto mo yeah. pa lang, 'di ba? So, yun, malapit na naman yung mag-isa. So, maraming okay. reasons, sobrang dami. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so what can you say to people who are unsure if they are experiencing poor mental health? Mm, well, Bukod one, sa magpatingin. Oo, siguro if you have tried several techniques, like for example, you couldn't sleep nga, and then you are already practicing good sleep hygiene, yung, um, you have a routine, pero hindi pa rin, hindi ka pa rin makatulog, or the reason why you can't sleep is that because you're thinking about so many things, your thoughts are very loud, you're thinking too much, mm-hmm. or maybe that's, you can do other things naman before, oops, naglaging <laughs> phone ko. <laughs> you, you, you can do other interventions before seeking help naman. Like, yeah, we have meditation, deep breathing techniques. And exercise. Actually, yes, I actually appreciate na maraming apps about yeah. meditation. Like Headspace, Calm. So you can download. Ang daming mga um, instruments, no? Or media to help. Now, if those things talaga didn't work, maybe it's time to reconsider, no? Maybe you need um, a professional talaga. Yeah, Lalo na tama kapag ka feeling mo nagawa mo na yung mga dapat mong magawa. Like, umiwas ka na sa social media and nag-yoga ka na, nag-exercise ka na, pero, you know, same shit ang nangyayari. So, it's time to really seek help. Yeah. Ah, help, and then, help. <laughs> and then, um, with social media naman, if you feel like, kasi nga, as I've mentioned earlier, awareness is key. If you feel like you are being triggered by social media, then hindi naman alis yung social media dyan. So, yeah, ikaw yung mag-set ng boundary. Like, maybe a small thing like turning off the notifications, ba? Or stop or minimize checking your phone, checking your um, social media. Kasi yung, yung stressors sa life, hindi naman yan nawawala. So, it's about building your resilience or tolerance dun sa mga stressors. Speaking of na... Um... Merong mga questions pala ako na ginawa sa, from IG story. Um, this was a few okay. weeks ago. Um, let's just go through a few of them. Quick tips mm-hmm. on encouraging my 11-year-old son to articulate his challenges. Mm, okay. It's really difficult. Ako, personally, I find it difficult dealing with children. No? That's why kapag may mga bata ni refer ko yun sa child psychiatrist talaga. So, I think it's ano rin eh, culture nyo sa family. Kung ano yung culture nyo. Like, there are kids na very articulate and expressing their emotions, no? Yeah. If they feel, if they feel it's safe to articulate their emotions to their parents. Because sometimes, they are afraid na, oh, baka mapunish ako, diba? So, hindi ko na lang sasabihin. So, maybe one way to encourage is assuring your child na it's okay um, I won't get mad if you tell me some things. Na yon. It's more of assuring your child. Maybe that's one way to encourage and uh-huh. be. Or if they open up, you know, um, watching out for your reactions. Also, don't be too dramatic. Naman when they <laughs> express um, whatever it is in their mind. No, be non-judgmental and um, accepting. Be accepting of whatever they will tell you. Para they would be reinforced. Ah, next time, okay lang naman pala maging open kay mommy, kay daddy, kasi they won't get mad. Yun. Tama. Open communication muna. Tapos sunod-sunod Mm-mm. na yun. Um, so, ito, kaya ko pala naalala yung mga questions sa IG dahil nabanggit mo yung resiliency or yung pagiging resilient. I have a question about it. So, how to reset your mindset? Keep up your resilience. Chesa, if you're still here, please wave. Please wave. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, can we can we answer that? How to reset your mindset or keep up the resilient? Okay. So when it comes to resilience, well, Filipinos are really resilient, no? So one way is to really be aware of when the, when are you starting to be drained, no? When are you starting to feel la parang lagi ka exhausted? Then that's the time na parang yung sinabi ko kanina, you have to recharge. You uh-huh. have to take a pause, 
step back, reset, maybe change um, your environment. Like, kung di bawal lamabas, you know, you, you just find a way to recharge. No, diba sometimes taking a break, taking a vacation would help to reset. But right now, of course, it's pandemic, it's difficult. So, maging creative na lang on how to do that. Diba, yung iba nga dyan, nagiging chef na because ang dami na lang naluluto. And yung, <laughs> mga dalgona iba, coffee, banana bread, ganyan. Oo, oh, oh, yung iba, mga plantito, plantita. No, I think that's one yes, way. Yes, which of, I really appreciate. Of, yes, that's one way of resetting. No? And building your resilience. Tama. Ako, I like watching movies after work. A movie mm-hmm. or movies after work. Especially on weekends. Kasi I notice na pag nanonood ako ng movie, dun tumatahimik yung mind ko. Kasi wala mm-hmm. akong ibang iniisip eh. Like, I don't have my phone. Um, na- nanonood lang ako, tas wala akong ibang iniisip. Kasi niintindi mo lang pinapanood mo. So, that's, for me, that's one way of recharging every daily or at least mm-hmm. weekly um dahil hindi naman tayo makalabas to take a break talaga so again we find yes. a way how to yeah. recharge mm-hmm. and then i have another question from uh my papol sa ig story how do you kasi this is about npd so npd i mm-hmm. think this is uh, may mga narcissistic personality disorder is that right did i ano, yeah, maybe, oo, narcissistic personality disorder. How do you, I think so. How do you deal with them? Unang-una, why are you going to deal with them? Joke lang. <laughs> but how do well, you deal with this oh, oh. time? Um, to tell you honestly, personality disorders are the hardest to treat among all the mental disorders. One, um, they won't seek help because they don't think there's anything wrong with them. Because what what we call it egocentric, so ibig sabihin they're very comfortable with how they are, no. So unlike the for example, OCD, um, they're not comfortable na parang paulit ulit ka naguhugas, de ba? Paulit ulit ka nagayos. It's ego dystonic, no. Yung sobrang distressing sa yun. Now with when it comes to personality disorder, it's not that way. Kasi sobrang comfortable sila. They don't see anything wrong with them sobrang oblivious sila. And also, they don't care if other people are, other people yung distressed. No? So, so it's how really do you deal hard. with them? So, it's either you want to try to deal with them or wag na lang at all. <laughs> First nga siguro, sino ba to? Sino ba yung Yeah, depende nar- kung sino talaga siya. Oo. Oo. Kasi, Saan you have to also... hierarchy ng priority mo ang taong mm-hmm. ito. <laughs> yes, because it's also prioritizing your mental health, diba? So, mm. if dealing with other people who have personality disorders um, kind of uh, disrupts your own mental yes. health. Kung, kung kaya mo namang ma-avoid, siguro. Siguro, wag na lang. But, Alam you mo, know, yung, yung, mga may, yung mga may personality disorders... If you get to know them, because of course, us psychiatrists, we talk to them like we we understand their dynamics. Sobrang kawawa din naman talaga kung kung saan nanggaling yung mga ganong um, personality nila. So yeah, because there's a trauma somewhere, de ba? Na nagstart mm-hmm. yun. Um, yes. Uh, mga part na hin- part of themselves na hindi nagheal, which wala naman sigurong totally nagtao na nagheal about something i mean i believe that everyone is um, have their we, we all have our own journey pagdating sa healing right so yes. but yeah thank you for answering that um, what advice can you give to people who are afraid or sorry before before i answer uh, before i ask that last question may mga tanong pa ba from our listeners out there um, again Doctora, one last question from me. Hindi ko alam kung may lalabas pa from our chat box. But what advice can you give to people who are afraid or embarrassed to undergo counseling? Well, I think it's simple lang. It's okay to ask for help. No? Kasi you have to prioritize your mental health. Again, there's no health without mental health. Kahit gano'n ka ka-healthy physically, macho-macho ka pa dyan, may abs, <laughs> or sobrang sexy mo pa. Pero yung, yung mental health mo, hindi naman okay. So, 
hindi ka rin magiging like whole or totally happy. So if you feel like you need it, then there's nothing to be ashamed about. No? Kasi it's form of self-care, it's form of self-love. And hindi naman nangangain yung mga psychologists and psychiatrists. No? So, I think it would really help if you seek help at kung kailangan mo talaga. No? Kasi yeah. you don't have to suffer that long. For example, for depression, siguro some people kasi are very uh, mathematical. Depression, if untreated, could last up to 13 months. So up to more than a year suffering those symptoms that I mentioned earlier. But if you treat depression, it could be shortened up to three months, ba? So, ikaw na lang siguro mag-decide. Mas gusto ko bang ganito yung nararamdaman ko? Mag-last na ng more than a year? Or mas gusto kong shortened? Do I address it? Yeah. Yes. So again, we just want to remind everyone that how we take care of our physical health should be the same with how we take care of our mental health. Yes. Yes, correct. Mm-mm. If okay. you're high blood, if you're high blood, you would you would seek help. Kasi gusto mong papanormalize yung blood pressure mo, di ba? Siyempre, or if gusto mo bang magtagal yun. Oh, oh. So, ganun, ganun <laughs> din sa mental health. Yes. Alright. So, for every one of you, um, for our listeners, uh, for Late Nights by Luna Manila and the Clara Armas um, followers, if you have any more questions, where can they follow you, doctora? And your your clinic hours, where they can find you, where they can message you? Well, I have two clinics right now. I have one in Asian Hospital and Medical Center in Alabang. In Gray Matters. Um, in Alabang also. So, in Gray Matters, you have Facebook account. You can just follow that. And then... In Asia naman, I, I, I can't recall the clinic number, but I'm there Monday to Friday. It's okay, your hours. 10 to 1. Ten yeah. to one. What about for yes. Gray Matters? For Gray Matters, uh, Monday, um, 2 to 5. Tuesdays, 10 to 1. And then fri- uh, Thursday, 3 to 5 naman. Okay. <laughs> Just yes. follow Dr. Um, Orma's Instagram. And then send her a message. You also have um, online. Do, you do online sessions as well, right? Yes, for both Asian and Gray Matters, we have okay. online consult. Mm-mm. All right, great. Okay, so thank you so much for taking thank the you. time again, um, answering all these questions. I'm sure, um, marami pa tayong listeners who have questions about mental health. Just send me a message or Doctora Orma, and then we'll we'll answer you we'll do our best to answer you so yeah so there you go thank you so much everyone thank you for listening to late nights by luna manila you have a great thank day you. bye stay safe i hope you learned something today please let me know what you think about this episode follow me on instagram it's luna double underscore manila thank you for listening